0: He's got a beautiful backswing.
1: Dad! oh, he got all of that one. Oh, my gosh.
0: That is amazing. Layup
2: with an iron into the hazard. <laughs> oh, my God, you had to deal with the golf course people, too. Well, that
3: wasn't quite what I meant, you know.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys with you on a beautiful Tuesday here in the state of Oklahoma. Head over to GolfOklahoma.org. Check it all out. Get subscribed to the newsletter, the email list. All of the above. We'll be previewing uh, PGA Tour stop in Houston this week. After the break, a lot to get to today. Got a a rebranding of the European Tour to the DP World Tour. We'll get into that as well here in just a few minutes. Uh, but guys, we need to get into something that we did not dive into last week. We said we'd tackle it this week, and that is the PGA Tours restrictions on greens reading books that are making their way to the tour. And essentially, what they're going to do is. You have to make all of your notes by hand. Any books from 2020, going into effect January 1st, any books prior to January 1st, those books are no longer allowed. And all the notes that you make must be done from things that you or your caddy have observed On the golf course, watching the ball roll, things of that nature. No setting levels down. No setting the little circular things down that tell you what percent grade the slope is. That stuff is going away. And we've talked about this. A lot of the guys have been very against the green reading books, saying that it gives you too much information and takes away the skill of reading greens. So how do we feel about the tour implementing a new rule here?
0: Well, I mean, we saw Victor Hovland doing the aim point. Uh, you know, last week. And I think that it's a good thing. Uh, just in my mind, I think that uh, putting should be more of a feel thing and not just something that you uh, have numbers in your head. You might be able to practice like the, what the numbers are and then feel what those numbers are. But I don't think that you should have a book that's telling you exactly what that number is. And I think that it's a good decision uh, to not let them trace the old Strack of Lime books. Uh, and that's just my opinion. Well,
2: here's my question. What is more helpful for a PGA Tour player? A level on a green or a track man on the range?
0: Well, definitely Um, a level on a green. No, not even close. No, a track
2: man tells you exactly how far you hit it. But that's before...
0: you're using the book during the round. You're not using the Trackman during the round. But
2: you're using it right before you play. it doesn't can, matter. So you can know if you're hitting it 3 yards shorter you yeah, can tell that, that we to, hit a ball. to do,
0: that has to do with practice. It's on the range. So but, it's the but, same but thing also, with the putting green. But but also Yeah, but exactly. in your practice round. you can do that in a practice round. Here here but, but, if but I'm you can't
2: but, but you can't take a level during a practice round onto a green. But that's the actual But you can green. But, you, but you can take a Trackman and onto the course during your practice round. But that's the actual What's the green? Difference? you can
0: take a level to the putting green. Okay practice this, this your level this is my it's point. The same thing.
2: You can take a trackman with you onto a practice round and set it up beside you every time you hit. Why is that any worse than using a level on the Because the, the
0: trackman doesn't it doesn't laser and have every single slope of the course on it. The trackman just tells you what your own swing is doing. It tells, you can take a sam putting lab out with you and show you what your putting strokes doing. I'm just trying to figure out what the main difference is. You can find out within the a tenth of a is, yard how far you hit the ball. But the difference is the track man calculates your swing's numbers. It doesn't calculate the course's numbers. I, I was asking which one's more
2: helpful. And I think knowing your numbers is better than knowing the course numbers, personally. I,
0: I don't know. I,
2: I don't I don't even
1: know well, here's, which one here, I think is more helpful because they're so. it's so different. They're both it's, helpful,
0: but what I'm saying is where the track line books give you the bigger advantage is you got to use them while you were playing in an actual tournament. You're not allowed to use the track man while you're playing in the actual tournament.
2: But you're allowed to use the numbers that you learned from the track man, which is the same you're as allowed to use, the,
0: You're allowed to use the numbers you learned from the line book too. You can look at it and memorize it. But, but, but you can also write down in your yardage book how far you're hitting every club that day on the track man.
2: But you can't write down the slopes on the green. That's my point.
0: Yeah, but you can memorize it and so, have a but, general idea. But, but, but
2: that's the difference. You can memorize how far you hit it, but yes, you can write down how far you're hitting every club to a tenth of a yard that day.
0: I think it's a good thing.
2: I, I, I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing. I'm just trying to figure out where's the discrepancy in technology because to me it seems it's like just a the track, rules.
0: I mean, I I it. but hate, they came up with it yesterday. But I hate the fact that you have, if you look at a strack line book, you have a grid, right, and it has a number for every single square what that slope is. I think that's unfair to use during a during a you know, actual turner tournament round.
2: I might agree with you, but my point is what is the difference between going out the day before or the morning of with a track man and knowing within a tenth of a yard how far you hit it to a tenth of a degree what your launch angle is. I, I think the difference that- is
1: exactly what Sam said. A track man is not telling you anything about the golf course. It's giving you no information about the golf course. It's only giving you information about you and your golf game. So uh, that's the line then, right?
0: I mean, point, I mean, you're asking what the difference is. I'm, I'm point, just yeah. telling you that's what the difference is. A line book isn't comparable to a Trackman. A, la- a Sam Putting Lab is comparable to a Trackman where it shows you exactly I'm, what your stroke is doing. I mean, a Trackman is showing you what your swing is doing. A line book is telling you the exact slope of the green, which I think is just slowing down play. I think guys are spending too long, and I think it's taking the art of putting out of the game, and I think that that's why they banned it. Okay, here's a question.
2: Since they made this ban, how much will pace of play improve now?
1: Um,
0: marginal, marginal,
2: marginal. It's
1: like with I,
0: range finders at the PGA Championship last year. My bigger problem, it didn't, it I, didn't really I, help. I, I at bet pace time. of
2: play doesn't get three but, minutes faster. But my
0: bigger problem wasn't with the pace of play of it. My bigger problem was with the fact that it was ruining the spirit of putting. Okay, the here's a of better question.
2: What, what's worse, using a line book to read or arm locking?
0: Good question. Arm locking, arm
2: locking is so much worse than using a no book. It's not way. even funny. Dude, are you kidding me? I, I, literally, the club can't move when you put it into your arm. You can't, it can't it move. It can definitely move. you ever
0: seen Will Zalatoris putt?
2: Dude, grass. He the arm locks. D- do, you know what, do you know grass is a living surface? You know grass grows from the morning to the day, so the slope that you see isn't exactly right. Because it's gonna break
0: differently in the morning compared to the
2: afternoon. So it's not like it's identical. It's not gonna break different. It's, yes, it is.
0: No, it's not gonna break different. It's gonna be but, faster or slower. Which means it breaks different. I understand. A faster no, but That's more. factored into the that's factored into their calculations. S- Sam, the,
2: Sam okay, I gotta point. track a book right here,
0: okay? No, an aim point's determined by the
2: slope in your feet. The aim point's I more of understand that, thing. but
0: how far you put your fingers away from your face is how far or how much the stimp is. Yeah, but that's so the stimp's going to be more in the morning than it is in the afternoon. Those guys know that. Okay, but especially that, guys like Bryce. But
2: that doesn't have anything to do with the aim point thing or with the with the looks on the thing because right here the slope
0: is the same. Uh, a four the, point yeah four point three speed is different.
2: If you have a fifteen foot putt with four degrees of slope, it's going to break a lot different in the morning than the afternoon. There's just no doubt about that. because of the speed, exactly. not because of the slope. Exactly, you still know the slope. Okay, what is the number one thing you need to know when you putt? The speed. That is the most important thing. Speed determines line.
0: Well, yeah, but what I'm so saying that's is that's what
2: I'm saying. So if,
0: if they know that they they do the stimp on the putting green too, they know all that. That's my that's okay, my so, problem with okay. it. It's like it's like. It's so cheating. It's, so it's should, like having tiger vision.
2: So so should, not quite, so, should I mean, so should players not know the stem of the green when they tee off when they play? Should they just not announce they're, that?
0: They're going to they they do know that. But what my problem with it is is if you know the stem and you know the slope, then you're able to do aim point express and you're able to, you know, basically take the art of reading a putt out of okay. the green. I think that's a skill that they were taking out of golf. Okay, here's a question. If aim point's
2: so great, why did it work for Hovland last week but not in the Ryder
0: Cup? Because that was his stroke. That's my point.
2: Okay, so... What basically what I'm saying, what I'm hearing from you is that aim point is this all grand scenario to cure putting. It's not a grand, It's not
0: a magic trick. It's not some. You're grand treating it scenario. like it is. No, but what I'm saying is it shouldn't be a numbers game. Putting shouldn't be a numbers game, and I think that that's what I, they're saying. That's exactly what a track man is. It's a no, number. It's not. How is it you're, not?
1: You're you're definitely comparing apples to oranges on the trackman man thing. You,
0: bo- you, I, no, Kobe, they're both technologies that have changed in the last yes, fifteen years but, to make golf easier. But a track man doesn't. It, it it's not some you know radar from space that's going down and telling you every single slope it's in pretty the fairway close. It's, it's not it's, though it's, it's, it's telling t- you what your swing is doing
2: sam is there a big difference between hanging at 280 but between so, carrying it 285 and 290 off the t-box is that not a huge difference it's a big difference a but it has difference.
0: nothing to do with what we're talking about yes
2: if, if you know that you're hitting it five yards shorter that day if you know that based on the so machine against,
0: if you're so against line books then you think they should ban trackmans in I, the I, practice round? I, I that's know, ludicrous. I want to know where the line's
2: drawn. If you can't take a level onto the green and figure out what the slope's doing, why are you allowed to figure because out? Because that's the yard. course, not your swing. But if you know how far you're hitting it to an exact yard, you can know exactly what hazards to carry, what not to carry. It, I think a
0: trackman helps you so much more in a green winning book. It's not even well, funny. Yeah, but you have to know that stuff. You yeah. have to know where stuff is. Maybe, don't you have to know how green, green breaks? No, because you can see it right in front of you. You can see
2: how far a ball is in a bunker away. You can't away. see how
0: far a creek is that crosses the fairway sometimes. You can't see how far. You can't just look at a bunker and say, oh, yeah, that's 280 yards. You, you, but you have can, to you know can, that. You can look in a yardage book and see how far but, it is. But on a green, you, you can literally look at your putt and see what the break does. It's a skill. That's why they're taking it out of the game. Isn't isn't also a skill knowing how far you hit the
2: ball? Isn't that a skill? Distance control that's is what different. I, that's just different. But, but you How? Because di-
1: you, you're dialing that. How. You're dialing that in in practice. You're not doing it in the round. But you're it, not using a TrackMan in the round. But you're using it before you play. Yes, you are using it before so, you so play. So what is the
0: difference the between difference, going out on a level? Because the difference is guys would go out and use a level and make their own align books and use it during the round. Okay, but what is the difference between using your
2: yardages that you hit the morning of and writing them in your book to a tenth of a yard how far you hit? Because
0: that's your own swing. So
2: what? Yeah,
1: I
0: mean, this is is, is
2: asked and answered, and you don't like
1: the answer, so you keep asking the same question. The Trackman is giving you information about your golf game. The book is giving you information about the golf course a level of information that the tour has deemed to be too much information. A track man is more information than the damn
2: green ring books. Then, then start petitioning them to ban track TrackMan, but not... you're going to be on an island. Okay, well, guess what? The whole point of them changing this, the main reason they said was to speed up play. Because if they say take out the integrity of the game, look at the, the numbers on putting. The, be- the best players weren't using Aimpoint. I mean, you can just look at the numbers, and all of them weren't just staring at the book, reading it for 10 minutes.
0: They might not have been using Aimpoint point. The majority of players were using the books.
2: But they weren't even staring. Even if they don't use it They weren't books. staring at them egregiously. Like, Adam Scott was not Okay, one but of what the best I'm people. saying
0: is that's information that the tour is deeming too much information. Uh, and I think, a man, can, I think a
2: track man gives more
0: information. Tell, bottom me, line. tell me this, Doug. So, while you're playing during a tournament round, you can see... The break of the putt. When you're on a green, you are able to not only see your ball, you're able to see the hole, and you're able to see the break in between your ball and the hole, right? Track man. I mean, there's so many different variables that go into your golf swing, and it's your golf swing Trackman is not, like I said, Trackman is not going down and telling you the exact yardage. And I think that it's taking the caddy out of it a little bit, too, when you have these green reading books. Because the caddy, it, it's his main job is to get you yardages from tee boxes to fairway bunkers to, to water to the green, to the front of the green, to the back of the green. All that stuff, and, and like you said, they're not just Trackman, but Bushnell's as well. I think that all that stuff should be legal because it's not helping you during. It's helping you during your course of play, but you're not you're not studying the actual information from the sonar from space like Straka is. During your round.
1: Let let me ask you this question. What would your solution be to what you see as the track man issue? Would it be you can only use them on the range? You can't bring them on property? Like you can use them at home when you practice, but you can't bring them on property? What would your solution be to your perceived track man problem?
2: It's not necessarily that I think that it's a problem. I'm just... Comparing the fact of we looking at this green reading book, and like Sam said, we designated that this is too much information to know. So my point is that I think a track man is more helpful than a green reading book is, me personally. So why, that's what I'm saying, why do we ban this? Because I don't think it's going to help speed look, up play. Look, it's, and I don't think it makes... You're,
0: you're right. A track man is more helpful, but not you're not allowed to use a track man while you're playing in the tournament round. It,
2: it, it's, it's very similar to, we talked about the 48 I think that's inch. That's the difference. No, this,
0: this is my point I'm making the 48 inch driver thing we
2: talked about. Uh-huh. We said it was ludicrous, right? Because yes. it's, it's affecting like three people in the field. And I feel like it's very similar to this. It's like, if you want to eliminate but, the problem of technology, you looked at the wrong thing. I That's
0: would, what I'm saying. I wouldn't have a problem if they let them use them during practice rounds.
1: I Look, I think the reality is, I, I probably wouldn't have an issue if they let them throw a level down during a practice round. Um, obviously not during the rounds or anything. It's They're trying to get rid of the track of books and they don't want guys making their own. I understand what they're trying to do. I also think that it's kind of like whenever they banned anchoring. Why did they ban anchoring? Because a few big names started winning some big tournaments. I mean, I think that we can draw a direct correlation to the Greens books all of a sudden becoming a problem. I think that that directly correlates to the success Bryson DeChambeau has had on the Greens over the last two years. Bryson DeChambeau is a scientist. He's trying to make golf a science as opposed to an art, and people see him doing it. People see him spending more time than anybody in the Greens books, and they're like, you know, he's taking the feel out of the game.
0: I I I kind of think this is
1: the Bryson rule.
0: I agree to an extent he made it famous, but... There's a lot of guys that were taking just as much time as Bryson who maybe weren't getting the, as much T V time. Yes. Yeah. That's true. If Bryson go gets more T V time, but not not only in PGA tour golf and Corn Ferry golf, I've watched it. Guys take forever reading those books, and, and especially in college golf, I mean, guys take forever, and they don't even know what they're talking about. And they take way more and, strokes to get in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> I think that so having no awesome. green reading books in college golf will definitely speed up play because those kids would just it, wait until it's their turn, open up their book, read it, and – then miss the putt, and then the, do the it again. The
1: superstars are the ones who dictate perception, though, and the superstars are often the ones who dictate rule changes, yeah. and Bryson has dictated perception
0: but, by but, being on TV. But, but here's something, though.
2: It's only a PJ Tour local rule.
0: Is it? Yeah. It's so, not an so the NCAA? I don't think so. Okay. They, oh, might, oh, they yeah. might implement it, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's currently just they a PJ Tour local They probably will, though. Rule.
2: They should, because that, that's something I didn't think about, is that this will actually, I think, help the lower levels of play actually speed up. But, but let's go back to my previous question. Is a green ring book more... It, does it benefit you more than arm locking on, on an overall basis? Um, it's
0: different.
1: It's hard to say. It's just, I still kind of feel like it's apples to oranges because they're such different things. One's like information that you're taking in and the others your actual stroke you're making.
2: I think they're both, I, I think they're I, both I, beneficial. I think that's where, I think that's where we're at a disagreement here, boys, because I think that, you can know all the information in the world. You can know how to perform
0: surgery on someone, but it doesn't mean that you'll do it right. We already so talked have, about the arm locking, how it hasn't necessarily helped as much as you think it has. It's helped a lot of people, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying Bryson's is... Bryson's
2: a top ten putter in the world now.
0: Okay, but that's Bryson. Keegan Bradley arm locked, and he's putting worse about, than he ever has. What
2: about Webson? No, he's not. We, we looked it up! And he was better than he was in
0: 2005, or 2015 and sixteen. Well, okay, that was his two worst he, putting years of his career. Okay, so, back that, when so was, that means he's not putting worse back than when he was ever winning has. back when he was winning majors with uh anchoring, he wasn't putting he wasn't putting any better. But we were comparing it to is
2: anchor or is arm locking better than putting conventionally. And it was for him No one puts
0: conventionally anymore. Like the vast minority putt conventionally.
2: Uh let's see. Rory puts conventionally, Hideki conventionally, JT
0: Rom conventionally. Yeah, the vast the vast minority if you I guarantee you the majority does not put conventional on here, tour. Here, let's go down. I'd, up, I'd I, say I would probably
1: guess that the majority It's conventional. I don't think so. I think it'd be
0: a small majority because a
1: lot of guys use claw. A lot of guys are left-handed low. A lot of guys anchor. All right, here we go. Not anchor.
0: Top top ten in the world. The top ten in the world. That's not a good example.
2: Okay, we'll go down the top twenty then. What do you want me to do? I'm saying on tour in the world. I'm saying
0: on tour. Are
1: are the guys in the top
0: ten not on tour? There's three hundred guys with over three hundred guys with PGA tour status. I guarantee you the majority do not use conventional.
1: If there's three hundred, you don't think one hundred fifty-one of them putt conventional?
2: I don't think so. I think more guys put conventional. Let's just go off a small sample size right now, and then that'll give us a rough estimate. Rom, conventional. Morikawa, not conventional. DJ, conventional. Cantley, conventional. Shoffley, not conventional. JT, conventional. Uh, DeShambo, no. Uh, Rory, yes. Louis, yes. Rory's used
0: left hand low before, but he doesn't now. That's the point.
2: Uh, Hovland, uh, do you consider someone that uses a counter bounce? I, poly- I don't, I
1: don't consider that conventional. I don't either. He's got an extra foot of shaft up above his hands.
2: All right. Speed, no. We'll, by the way,
1: we'll be getting to the uh, DP World Tour soon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you consider Finau? I mean, he grips it conventional, but it's kind of like double and it's a big grip. Yeah. So I would say, I'll say cause no. Because he's,
1: he's kind of like this with hands even and weird. So I would say no on Answer, Fino. conventional. Answer, conventional.
2: Hideki, conventional. These are, your top, conventional. Players.
0: These are your top 10 players. This Brooks is not what I'm talking about. We're going... I'm okay. talking about the I think whole Even if you get further down, Okay, though, where, like do home, to,
2: where do you want me to start at, is Sam?
1: conventional. Gooch is conventional. I think if we actually did the research on the top 300 players in the world, I think 151 of them would be conventional. There are a lot of guys who don't. than you think. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a small majority. Because I do think it would be close to 50% conventional, close to 50% otherwise. But I think more than 50% puck conventional. I don't even know what, but my what point, point of the argument the, we're talking about but
0: now. The, 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 the point of the argument is... Arm locking is not helping good putters. It's helping bad putters, right? Okay, but they're still not good putters.
2: Webb Simpson and D. are pretty good putters. See, but
0: here's the thing. But you argued that arm lock should be banned, right?
2: I, I'm arguing that the arm lock. for what? I'm arguing. No, there's y'all. One y'all guy, are y'all there's, one guy, my- there's one guy in the top 20 y- that arm locks Y'all literally just took my whole wor- words out of context. No no, 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 no. I'm talking
1: about a previous conversation. I thought we had a conversation this summer. On the show, where you said that you thought arm lock should be banned,
2: am I mistaken? And this is my point. It should definitely be banned. I think it's more advantageous than a green reading book. That was my hope. That's my point. And and if you're going to be answering yes, I do think it should be banned. Yeah, if because I don't think I think arm locking it in your forearm is
0: closer to anchor it in your belly than it is not. How can you ban something that one guy is doing really well?
2: That's the same thing about the damn if green it,
0: reading books. I mean, they banned it's, anchoring it, when, like, it, three guys were doing it really well. A lot more. The, the three they're guys. and They're banning a 48-inch. A lot more guys were anchoring than they are arm-locking. Yeah, they just banned a 48-inch 48 48 driver, yeah. and
2: that affected, that's like, stupid, two
0: That's stupid, though. I totally disagree with that. The, the track man thing I wasn't
1: on board with, I'm a little bit on board with the arm-lock thing.
2: It's, and look, guys, y'all it, are... It doesn't, go, it
1: doesn't bother me, but I, I could also see how it would maybe... Could be deemed an unfair but advantage. No,
0: it would be unfair to just single out Bryson like that. Because he's it's the, he's the only one putting great with arm lock. Webb Simpson. Yeah, Webb's, been, Webb's okay. been a lot better
1: with arm lock. He hasn't been Bryson good, but he's been, well, two years ago, 2019, he was probably
0: Bryson good with the putter. My
1: point is, just other, than, head, other yeah, that, than them... I mean, other than them, they're,
0: yeah, I can't think of anybody. But,
1: okay, so. I mean, Keegan go on, Bradley, Will
0: zalatoris they're not good putters.
2: I think that's more people than we can say have benefited from the damn green reading books. Everyone has benefited from the Who? green reading oh, books. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Tiger and Rom have,
0: yeah. And I guarantee you, John Rom has looked at green reading books, but he doesn't is, stare at
2: it on every putt. The, it doesn't
0: matter. He's benefited from it. So the, the,
2: everyone's the benefited is, from a track the, man. There's
0: What's a the hundred guys every week that we have no idea if
1: they benefited from it because we see the same guys on TV every week. Okay, he, he, I have no idea if Ches Reevy benefits from a greens reading book. You know why? I don't watch Ches <laughs> Reevy play golf on TV because Ches Reevy's not on TV when he plays golf. I, right. I mean. I think it's hard to make the argument that so many guys on tour are using it or aren't using it. Well, I know when for we see a fact, the same ten
0: guys on TV every I know week. for a fact every pretty much pretty much every single player at least has one during the week. I'm sure know they if have they, one. They don't use it necessarily like Bryson does and my question study would be, every inch of it. My question would be are they taking a peek or are they using it as their primary
1: reason, primary way of reading the green. Because I think some guys take a peek, but then they'll go read their putt. Yeah. And then I think some guys like Bryson, like obviously he's still reading his putt, but I think the book is his primary method toward determining how that breaks. Like on the famous clip where he misses the six-footer and he goes, that's a 2.4% slope or and whatever it was. here's my
0: problem with it is most a, a lot of a lot of the guys will use it on a putt they don't know which way it breaks. Even the guys that don't like using them will pull it out on a putt they don't know the which way it breaks. breaks.
1: Yeah. The subtle breaks.
0: Exactly. And I think that it'll it'll add a little bit more of skill of reading the greens to putts like that.
2: I agree. I, this is my whole point. And it, kind of mentioned with the arm locking thing. I think that knowing and being able to control what you do is more important and a lot more advantageous than knowing what's on the course especially when it comes to the exact slope on the green, because if you have a 10-foot putt with a foot of slope, it's going to be entirely different every time. And also, if you have a divot in your way, it's going to be different. There's so many factors that go into it that I just believe knowing what you do with your own golf ball is a lot more advantageous than the green reading books, in my opinion. So that's what I was just asking. What is the difference? And according to that, it was knowing what's on the course versus what you do personally. And I think that knowing what you do personally is a lot more, is a lot better than knowing what's on the course. Obviously, uh, but
1: like... Another difference is some big names in the tour have come out and spoke out against green reading books. I think JT has, Rory has, Rom has. And again, superstars dictate perception, and superstars dictate change. And there's one superstar who's used it incredibly effectively, and I think that as far as I know, those three have spoken out against it. If there's any others, I'm probably missing them. And when when the big names in the game start saying, "Yeah, yeah, we should probably get rid of this, yeah, we should probably get rid of this, yeah, we should probably get rid of this, the governing bodies seem to take notice. If all of a sudden Rory and Rom and uh, Tiger and and all these guys, if they all started coming out and saying, "Look, arm lock's a problem. Arm lock's a problem. Arm lock's a problem,"
0: I bet in a year we see arm lock gone. And, and, I, re- I really believe that because the stars dictate what happens. And Tita, here is another difference between the track man and the green reading books. Is a track man is a necessity on tour nowadays. You ca- everybody has one, and F-K you can't play it. without. Well, he knows his numbers though. Everyone knows their numbers and everyone it's a necessity to be able to play on tour to know those numbers. The green reading books, some guys are naturally better at reading greens than other guys. And I feel like the guys that are better at reading greens don't like the fact that the guys that are bad at reading greens have some book that tells them the answers.
2: And I, I think my, my argument is that would be distance control is a huge part of the game. That's a whole knowing how far you hit it is is yeah, a skill. But-
0: yeah, but everyone needs to know that, and TrackMan just makes it faster. It Doesn't necessarily everyone could go walk off how far they're hitting shots. It just makes it faster. I could do. I could use the exact same argument with the green reading books, though. It's a feel thing. No, you can't go. You can't go set your own thing down. That's illegal. Now, well, January first. I know know what you meant, but yes, January
1: 1st is whenever these rules are supposed to take effect. Let us know on Twitter, at the 73rd hole, Instagram 73rd hole, what do you think about the proposed green reading books and some of the conversations we had here today comparing it to some other things happening in the game of golf. I
2: I was throwing out an argument, but I do agree that it should be banned. I think so.
1: Right. You're just saying there's other things that you think could be looked at as well.
2: I think that as USGA, as we've seen with distance drivers and the distance thing, they pinpoint little things that they think need to be changed and then do it without looking at the real issues or they think that they're trying to fix a problem when they really don't, and I think that's what we're seeing
1: here. Yeah, it's kind of the Bryson thing again with the drivers too. I think Bryson has had some success doing things the non-conventional way, and the conventional people making decisions in the game of golf are like, ah, hold on, hold on, let's slow down, let's make sure that we're not doing anything we shouldn't be doing here. You know what you should be doing? You should be going and seeing our friends at Ring Family Dentistry. They treat families of All ages, they go out of their way to ensure that all treatment is as comfortable as possible. They have all of the leading-edge technology delivering same-day crowns for more than 20 years. They have implants and clear aligner orthodontics. All decisions are made by the patient. Uh, They have a simple philosophy. Work with what they have, save what they can, and replace what they can't. While some dentists can over-treat, it's their philosophy that patients in their office should only have done what they absolutely need. If they can't show why treatment is needed, they will not prescribe it. They explain their opinion, answer any questions, and ultimately leave all decisions to the patient. Go see our friends at Ring Family Dentistry. Uh, all right, Sam, you ready for 30 seconds of Yellowstone? This is our new segment that will run through Yellowstone season. You ready? We got to be, be rocking and rolling. We got a I'm timer ready. today. You, 30 you seconds of off. Yellowstone. You off. Best scene of the show, Beth sitting down at the table with her former partners, and she says, I'm the bigger bear, when she breaks the news that they've got the land. Boom. That was
0: great, and then he just sipped his whiskey, and Boom. was like, oh no. Yes. Uh, by the way, Beth has a kid now. They have a kid now. Congrats to Beth and Rip. Congrats yep. to Beth and Rip. Was that the first time Beth's been nice the whole show? Uh, good question. She played Rip by a fi- like a fiddle, by the way. Yeah, she did. Like a fiddle. Yeah. She knew
1: Rip was going to see him was so relatable. in the kid and come back. Uh, what else? Jimmy, Jimmy's going on the road. He's back. Yep. You got to be a man. of na- That's 30 seconds. Yellowstone every week here <laughs> on the 73rd hole. I love this show. Great show. Great show. Uh, fellas, we need to publicly shame ourselves for something that took place on this podcast on Monday. We need to publicly shame ourselves. Y'all have any idea what I'm
2: talking about? I'm, I'm, I, there's probably a thousand things you can pick, <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's figure I, out what you found.
1: Out. I didn't know if y'all gotten the same text that I got or not. So I get this text yesterday on Garth Brooks resume, top selling solo artist in U.S. history, second selling artist in U.S. history behind the Beatles. The only artist in history to have nine albums reach diamond status, seven time country music entertainer of the year award, most all time, not on Garth Brooks' resume, selected by one of three six-man <laughs> all OSU teams on the 73rd hole. Shame on the three of us for omitting Garth Brooks. Shame on me. Shame on Sam.
0: Shame who on am Taylor. I, who am I going to
1: Garth Brooks should have been on the list not ahead of Willie Wood I don't know who we're taking out but Willie Wood was my last pick there's
0: no way Garth Brooks is going ahead of Willie Wood Garth Brooks had to be on the list by the way
2: I'll be honest with you I'm glad that I didn't win this draft because being an OU fan I would have looked real bad
0: I have the numbers you would have yeah I have the numbers on conventional on tour this is as of 2020 oh hit us so 48 players 68.5 percent uh, are using conventional.
2: Round up to 69, dang it. It's
1: 68.5?
0: Yeah. Well, if it's 0. .5, it rounds up. So 69% of players on tour putt conventionally. Left-hand low, 12.9%. You have the claw, 8.6%. Shout
1: out claw. Best putters on tour uh, right there. And, and this this is this, still, these still numbers small.
0: are too low, though. Um, let's see. Top- doesn't like the.
1: Outcome. but it's
0: saying saying forty-eight players, sixty-eight point five percent. That's not everyone. You know what
1: we need to do? We need to go through the top three hundred in the world and say conventional claw, left hand low. We need
0: to put in the work. This This is of the top seventy. FedEx cup finishers. Oh okay, this is so these are the
1: guys that made it to the BMW a couple years yes. ago. They so, broke it down
0: by who was using So it's 48 per, 48 of those play of those 70 used conventional. I
2: mean, there's no way that if you add up all 300 it's going to be that much drastically different than
0: that. I have a question. No, but I I think I it would be because the top players in the world don't or they do use conventional. So what I'm I'm saying is the worse the the player gets, the more likely they are to use a different grip.
2: I don't think – so based off of that, if that's 68.5% for 70 players and there's 300 times that by four, so what percentage of that, Colby, would mean to make it go below 50%? I lost
1: your math. I was thinking about a Denny McCarthy question. Denny McCarthy, by the way, the elite putter that nobody in the world knows about.
2: Because that's the only thing that keeps him on tour.
1: Oh yeah, he can't hit the ball. I mean, obviously he can hit. He's a professional golfer, but he's like number one in strokes game in the last five years. Okay, so and nobody nobody knows his th- name. Th- here's the my grand question. slam. But he's cashing checks. Then he's- so
2: if if the top nice. seventy in the world are sixty eight point five percent, we round up to sixty nine. The next two hundred and what is that thirty players? What percentage of those would have to be non conventional to drop that sixty nine percent down below fifty?
1: Uh, I mean, you've already got forty eight there, sixty nine percent. To drop it below 50? Yeah. so you, I mean, you would only need 103 of the next 230 players to get you to
0: 151. You know how many used arm lock of those 70? Two? Two. 2.8%.
2: 2.
1: Bryson and Webb? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Makes sense.
1: Yeah, makes sense. What? Uh, what so you're going to group... ban something that two of the top 70 guys are using? What, are you, what putting grip do you think Garth Brooks uses? You think he puts with a guitar? Thunder rolls. You think he puts with a guitar? I don't know. Garth Brooks has to putt with a guitar, right?
0: Do you think Toby take the Keith would, off? Toby Keith would beat Garth, Garth Brooks
1: at golf. Yeah, probably.
0: Toby Keith plays golf like six days a week. doesn't he? <laughs> I don't <laughs> he know, but he also has that song "I'm a shitty golfer." Oh, does he? Yeah. No, You've I never, never heard. Of? I don't believe that for
1: a second. I have not heard that song, and I don't believe that
0: for a second.
2: I think I think Toby Keith can
1: knock it around a little bit.
2: I don't know if he still does. He Used to have a like one of the top five badass golf carts I've ever seen. Oh, and, I, I mean bet it, he still does. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's the seats are higher than I am. Tall, I mean, the biggest tires it, I've ever seen. On if he right. wins a skin, you think he looks at his group and says, who's your daddy? <laughs> how
1: do you like me now?
2: How do you like me now? <laughs> he goes to the 19th hole, <laughs> I love this bar.
1: Yes, 100%. What do you think he's drinking out of? Red Solo Cup?
0: Yeah. Do you think that uh, does, if he played Garth Brooks, he would tell him he should have been a cowboy? <laughs> nice. Um, how did this start as a Garth Brooks conversation and turn into a Toby <laughs> Keith conversation is what I want to know.
2: Because we were getting uh, shamed for not picking Garth Brooks.
1: Yes, we were. Yes, we were. That was our man Cody Burrow. Shout out Darsh. Texted wanted to. Oh, uh, yes. Wanted to shame us. I got that text from him yesterday. I and didn't I was even like, know Garth. Yeah. Br- I, I just. I'll be real honest with you. I was going off top of my head because I was overconfident about my uh, Oklahoma State knowledge. Slept my mind.
0: I didn't even know he went. It's to I mean, y'all are from Chickasha, so you probably have more country music knowledge than I do. There's no doubt. Probably yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't even know Garth Brooks went to OSU. I didn't really. I no. didn't either. Really? Okay. I didn't know that.
2: I knew he was from, is he from Mustang? No. He's oh, from Yukon. Yukon, that's right. Yeah. yeah,
0: I knew that. I mean, I don't know if Garth I Brooks could name Boulevard you. Garth Brooks Boulevard, right know through if I can... middle of town. I don't know, other than I got friends in low places, I don't think I can name you one other Garth Brooks song.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, Thunder Rolls, dude. Um, Thunder
0: Rolls, Rodeo. Never heard it. The Dance. So many good Garth Brooks songs.
1: We're missing a lot. We're doing I'm, not a, head, I'm not a
0: country music guy.
2: I'm not
1: either. I like I Morgan, Garth Garth Wal- Morgan Wallen. He's all
0: right. I don't know who that is. He's a younger guy.
1: Okay, so the younger guys I don't know; the older guys I do, because I listen to country music growing up, but I don't listen to country music now. Yeah, so I, I know the older guys. I so only Garth know Brooks. some country, like, Garth, music. Garth Brooks, Alan, Alan Jackson,
0: George Strait, Tim McGraw.
1: Some of the older.
2: A lot of country now isn't country. It's, it's just different. It's different. It's than like pop, when we grew It's up. like pop country. I gotta yeah. turn.
0: I gotta turn off Future when Reagan gets in the car, so I know a little bit of country music.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Come back on the other side. Talk about our uh, good friends over in Europe who are heading into a new venture, DP World Tour. That and much more coming up next. We preview Houston as well on the other side here on the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma.
3: When something the size of a golf ball hits your roof, you need to call McRae Roofing. McRae Roofing is Oklahoma's designer roofing service specialist. For years, Jeff McCray and the experienced team at McCray Roofing and Exteriors have served fellow Oklahomans by helping them with their roofing needs.
1: Welcome back, rolling along here on the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Head over to GolfOklahoma.org, GolfOklahoma.org. Get subscribed, get the newsletter, get the emails, make it your homepage, do all of that. Follow us on Twitter at the 73rd Hole, Instagram 73rd Hole. That's where you can get uh, all of our great tweets, retweets, polls. We put out some polls from time to time like we did for OSU draft. On Monday, we'll have to do an OU draft at some point. Uh, I think that'll be a little more in y'all's wheelhouse, a little less in my wheelhouse. I did dominate the OSU draft, but it would have been a a major disappointment if I did not dominate the OSU draft. So, European World Tour, 1972. I thought we did an OU draft. Did we? No, we haven't done an OU draft. It was the
0: Billies. That's what it was. It was because Billy Sims. Oh, Billy yeah, 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 yeah. We
1: drafted Billy, so you got a You're couple right. Billys in there. But we yep. haven't done an OU-specific draft. Yeah. So should we wait until the next time Abe wins? Or well, we can't
2: just do it out of nowhere. we got to have some reason.
1: It, it, it either has to be college golf. We could have done it last week after the East Lake Cup, but it's too late now. We can do it either after the next time Abe wins or after the next time OU wins a tournament.
2: We can do when OU football cracks the top seven in college football.
1: Uh, it may never happen, though. What if it never happens? <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, if Michigan State and Michigan don't lose again, how are they possibly going to move up? They could still lose and be ahead of us, apparently. The, you're right. Because, I mean, that brand of football they play in the Big Ten is just.
0: Oh, Cincinnati looked different good last week. Cincinnati looked elite last week. Wow.
1: Does anybody think Cincinnati would beat OU or OSU if they played today?
0: In what sport?
1: Football. No. Yeah, not me not either.
2: Be d- double points or at least 10 plus spread But they're undefeated. Spread. They're undefeated. They're undefeated.
1: Also, does anybody think Notre Dame they would be no Euro be. issue if they played today? Tulsa tonight? got screwed, by the way. Eh. Tulsa, Tulsa made its own bad. Quarterback slipped. Running back dropped the ball. Slipped!
0: He slipped! He dove for the end zone. His knee wasn't down. He slipped. He slipped. He they gave, reviewed it. He gave himself up, apparently. You know who uh, really screwed the pooch on that
1: deal? The broadcast for not having a camera down the goal line. Yeah. For the most important two plays of the game. Yeah. Thanks, broadcast. Appreciate you. Uh, European Tour, 1972. All the tournaments used to be played in Europe. That is no longer the case. It is now uh, much more of a worldwide tour going on over there. Tournaments in Africa, a lot of tournaments in the Middle East. What kind of worldwide tour? A DP World Tour. Okay. DP World Tour is what we are now calling the European Tour with their new sponsor. Now, I know a lot of people are like, why did they decide (laughs) to call their new tour the DP World Tour? (laughs) No, it is not because they were going out in threesomes. It is because they're key sponsor is DP world. DP world has sponsored the year end event, the race to Dubai, which was previously the order of merit. So DP world has been an existing sponsor for, um, for the European tour. DP world, I believe is a logistics based company in Dubai, and they are now the keynote sponsor for what will in 2022 be known as the DP world tour and the money is the big thing. This is not just a name rebranding. This is a huge huge influx of money into this tour. The minimum prize fund will be 2 million for each tournament and the prize money for the season will be north of 200 million compared to 104 million a year ago and 70 million in 2020. So they're effectively doubling the prize money for the season from a year ago and it'll be nearly triple. What it was two years ago, I think, you know, name jokes aside, obviously the massive influx of money is a big deal for the European tour. And we were kind of talking about this a little bit before we started today. This is, I mean, when competition arises, what do you do? You better your product competition seems to be arising with the the Saudi league and partnering with the Asia tour. What's the European tour doing? The now DP world tour. They're bettering their product. They're giving out more money, significantly more, like nine figures more. So I think this is a, a, a good move, name jokes aside. Is this all from the sponsorship deal? I mean, I I mean I would assume so. I mean, this is DP World had to have played a paid a pretty penny for them to rename the tour. This yep. isn't like an event. This isn't the worldwide technology championship at Mayakoba that we had last week. They renamed the European Tour. For this sponsorship, so I would assume the D P world cut a
0: big fat check. I didn't realize that DP World was the company. So it's not yes. the DP World tour, it's the DP World tour.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's why, yeah, DP World tour. Uh, DP World had a revenue of eight point five billion in two thousand eighteen. So, so I'm, I'm, th- th- I'm gonna
1: <laughs> say yes, the prize
2: money's coming <laughs> from D P World. I think world. they, I think they got a little to spend.
0: So if the PGA tour had a title sponsor, who would it be?
2: be, be. Gabby, <laughs> <laughs> Gabby. I was about to say FedEx. I think that's the best-case scenario, but I assume with the laughs you're going somewhere else. Well,
1: no, my mind immediately went to everything inappropriate because of the DP World Tour. I mean, my mind immediately went to things that just obviously will not be sponsors of the PGA Tour. You never know, dude. You never know. You're right. Money talks. I mean, and Apparently it does. Who would have ever thought the European Tour would not be the European Tour? It's. I mean, but the reality is it's not the European Tour anymore. They used to play all the tournaments in Europe. That's why it was called the European Tour. It's like the PGA Tour is not called the United States of America Tour. They don't play all their tournaments in the United States of America. Europe doesn't European Tour doesn't play all their tournaments. Uh, Weren't we looking at it? Isn't going to be like 47 events in 27 different countries?
2: Yeah, here. I'll just read off some of the country names right here that they're playing in. Uh, and obviously, they played in a lot of these places before, but just to keep in perspective. South Africa, uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, Qatar, Kenya, USA, obviously, with the majors in World Golf Championship. Belgium, China, England, Netherlands, Germany, Sweden, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, Czech Republic, Switzerland, Denmark, Italy, France, Spain, Cyprus, and I think that's it.
1: Let me ask you this. You can go over there. You can go across the pond, and you can play in any one of those countries. <laughs> <laughs> Can go across the pond. You- <laughs> should we say it or leave it to the imagination? Should we say it or should we leave it to the imagination? I don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's a podcast. We can say it. I mean, a great sponsor Sam just pulled up here on his phone for the uh, PGA Tour, BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse. <laughs>
2: It's also funny they got two scoops of ice they cream do with a drizzle on the cover.
1: That's okay. I don't even know what I was going to say. What were we, we just talking about?
0: I don't know. I was it's DP
2: and BJ's. <laughs> what were you just reading off? The countries. Countries the that countries. the DP rolled
1: No, this was what I was going to ask. I was going to ask, you can go across the pond, you can play any one of those countries that Taylor just listed, but it can't be Scotland or Ireland. Where are you headed? Can't be Scotland or Ireland, because those are birthplace of golf, St. Andrews, Carnousie, all that stuff. Northern Ireland, I, I lump in there as well. Where else are you going? I've got a dark horse. What? What's yours? I'm a big nature guy. I'm going to go to Kenya. I'm going to go to Kenya. I'm going to play the really cool golf courses that they play over there that I've seen on TV, and I'm going to check out all the wildlife. Isn't I mean, that, they've got lions and tigers. In Africa, and,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm saying to, to, to any one of these countries that they play on the European oh, okay, tour, okay. they play in Kenya on the I European didn't tour, that. and I've caught a bit of that tournament. It looks like an awesome course, and it looks like it's set in the middle of a safari. So you can play golf, and you're probably going to see some giraffes and stuff while you're golfing. And then whenever you're done, you can go take the actual safari, big wildlife guy. I'm going Kenya, dark
0: horse. I, I'd want to go to Paris. Paris would be pretty sweet.
2: You know where I'm going?
0: Italy.
1: Rome. Italy would be pretty yep, sweet,
0: too. That'd be too. sweet. Yeah. Also London. I've just never been there.
1: Go over to Italy, play with the Molinaris?
2: You know yeah. where I'm not. They're, <laughs> they're playing this tournament in May that's in Southern Hills, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'd like to go there. That sounds fun. Where is... Is that near
1: Kenya? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Direct flight. I think it is. Shout out European tour. DP World Tour. When does it actually take effect? Do we know when the actual It says 20... Start date? Okay, here's my question. Starting this, in 2022.
2: It says it starts 2022, but... There are 3 events in the 2021 calendar year.
1: So those are European Tour events.
2: It's a good question. There are there are 3 in South Africa. So they could be South African Tour and then or Sunshine Tour. Well, I,
1: I have a question. Are we going to do what we did with like when the web.com became the Corn Fairy Tour where old web.com tour events were started being referred to as Corn Fairy Tour wins? Like are we going to start referring to uh the big win that Ricky Fowler had in the Scottish Open on the DP World Tour or is that still
0: a European Tour win? What are we going to call it? I mean, we still don't call, you know, the Corn Ferry Tour the Hooters Tour. True.
2: I mean, it's going to be, it's European rolls out the tongue better than DP World does. So whatever's easier to say. I don't know. I disagree. DP
1: World had the. Uh, Depends whose tongue it's rolling off, in my they, opinion. They I, I'm, the money, I'm, leaving,
2: though. I'm leaving the world out. <laughs> DP win. <laughs> we do our DraftKings for Houston before we, we do get all the way to But before fired. we start, we got to do strength of field for both events. Strength of field um, for the PJ Tour and the DP Tour. DP World Tour, where are they playing this week? Uh, they are in the Aviv Dubai Championship. There's actually a decent amount of top 100 players in the world playing.
1: Okay. that uh, I'll
2: go 113 for that event. Decent Sam? decent amount is relative, by uh, the way. But 220. 95. 95. Really? Okay. Two player. Uh, I said there's a lot in the top 100, but there's only two in the top 50. Paul Casey and Fairway Jesus Fleetwood. Nice. Very nice. So, and then now we'll do uh, Houston, which is actually called the uh, Hewitt Packard... Enterprise.
0: Not gonna lie, I wasn't really paying attention. I thought I was about to guess for Houston. So I get I'll guess two twenty again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I was pulling up my DraftKings and he said strict the field. This field. This I said two twenty.
1: It's an okay field, but it's not a great field. Let me take one more peek here at the at the top names in the DraftKings. Wow. I'm gonna go there might be more. It might be three hundred. Let me go I'm gonna go two hundred and sixty nine.
0: I'll go 220.
1: I'd hate to miss out on the, the golden number. I'll go 269.
0: 337. Really? Yeah. 337. I mean, Kepka's playing. and yeah, He's not even players. up there on DraftKings. A lot of good players in the field.
2: There's like, I think there's 21 players in the top 50 in the world. And then almost everyone in that's 51 through 60 is playing.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the top 10 in the field Sam by betting odds. Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Sung J.M., Cameron Smith, Matthew Wolf, Tyrell Hatton, Brooks Kepka, Taylor Gooch, Tony Finau, Adam Scott. How about our man T.G., by the way, with uh, same odds as Finau and Scott, better odds than Joaquin Neiman, Aaron Wise, Patrick Reed. T.G.'s finally getting some respect. I mean, he deserves it. He's played four events. His worst finish is T11. Well,
2: you look, at, uh, you look at the analytics, and essentially everyone on this course who finished in the top 30, with the exception of two people, were gain strokes approached to green in this tournament last year? Because this was this is only the second year that they're playing at this course. It's at Memorial Park Golf Course. They played it. Oh, it's not
0: at Redstone anymore. Mm-mm.
2: They switched last year. And golf
0: Club of Houston.
2: Yeah, it, we're gonna call it Redstone. Rolls off the tongue better. Um. So I, I think ball striking is gonna play a, a really big part this week. So I, I really like TG, and I think that's another reason why he's just finally getting the respect. Speaking
1: of TG. I want to take a minute to say shame on you Golf Digest because yesterday Golf Digest tweets out from Matthew Wolf to Taylor Gooch. These are the seven unsung heroes of the PGA Tour fall season so far with a link that goes to the article. And whoever is running their Twitter account spellchecked Matthew, made sure they got the two T's in there, spellchecked Wolf to make sure they got the two F's in there, Did not spell check Taylor. Put a Y in there. T-A-Y-L-O-R, Gooch, for our guy, who's a borderline top 50 player in the world. 51st, knocking on the door. I'm sorry, maybe I got irrationally upset about this. Maybe it's the journalism student in me. Because we, like in our journalism classes, if you misspelled a name in a story, you got a zero. Yeah. Like grammatical errors, you dropped a letter grade. Other stuff, it just wasn't good writing. You'd lose three or four points. You misspelled somebody's name, that is the cardinal sin to do in any publication, and in the article, they got it right, but whoever sent the tweet out spelled it wrong, and come on. these are the best players in the world. Give it a quick Google. Yeah. Every time I post one of our podcast links and we have a guest or something, even if I know how to spell their name, I Google it. You're right. Nothing worse you can do than misspell somebody's name in a publication, professional publication. It's really
2: hard to do. It is
1: hard to do in the modern
2: era. I mean, when we have can, all this
1: technology, it takes two seconds to figure out how to spell somebody's name.
2: What's worse, spelling someone's name wrong and giving them a compliment or spelling it right and talking trash on them?
1: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> uh, I mean, sometimes you have to write negative articles say negative things. So I would say probably the misspelling because you should never misspell someone's name. That's true. Again, it's just the
2: journalism student in me. little, uh, little mini rant for the uh, day. S- side quote here. I watched a little video the, the other day, and it said that Steph Curry didn't sign with Nike because they pronounced his name wrong. Cause how do you pronounce it, Stefan or Steph? I don't know. Good question. Good question. Stephen Curry. Stephen, Stephen Curry. Yeah, I think they called him Stefan or something like
0: that. That's funny. Stephen. That's funny. Steven. Get people's
2: names
1: right. All right. DraftKings time. Um, I'm assuming that since I got first in my pool last week, I was probably top earner. We all we all good with that?
0: Yeah. Fine. Five seventy
1: five was my score last week. I was balling.
0: I I would have been close, but. I was don't oh, go, go
1: look up your points. I'm curious. I can't, can't look it up. I can't submit anything. Oh, he can't submit? Say I'm still locked out of DraftKings. I'm banned. What's gonna happen whenever uh sports gambling becomes legal here and you can't do it because DraftKings has you permanently banned across all platforms?
0: I've literally sent them messages. My last two messages to DraftKings is just saying, Hello, is anybody <laughs> there? Can someone please help me? Are you allowed to withdraw or deposit? They're acting like the they're acting like I was Egregiously breaking the law. Didn't you try to do it in Hawaii and it wouldn't let you? Yes. Yeah. I tried to submit a lineup while I was in Hawaii on my honeymoon, and now they're acting like I was trying to do something illegal. The
1: weird thing though is like I've gone to other states. I've gone like ski trips and stuff, and tried to submit one while I was in another state skiing, and it must have been legal. And, and later, I, no, no, it's told me uh, checking your location. Sorry, DraftKings not legal in this state, and then it'll kick me out. But as soon as I get back in Oklahoma, it works. So I don't know. There's some. There was some glitch in the system with yours. I don't know what happened. Can yeah. you
2: can you deposit or withdraw in the account?
0: No.
1: Are your location services turned on on DraftKings?
0: Yes. I mean, I I don't know what and other I've, questions to I've, ask. I've already sent them a picture with my face and my ID in it. They won't answer. What's the other one? Not DraftKings, but FanDuel. We need to start doing FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel's whack. Is it? Give you different salaries. User face
1: isn't as user friendly. Yeah, even really? have
0: golf. Interface isn't as user friendly. Well, I meant user to say. face, user face.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well done. All right, here we go. We're finally there. We're finally <laughs> to our DraftKings lineups. We're past the DP World Tour. We're past DraftKings. Here we go. My most expensive. you my man Sung J M down in Houston. Sung J, it's been too long since he's won. He's gonna hoist the trophy again soon. Just might be this week. Oh, Did I start with the most expensive. Yep. We usually yeah, do I, cheapest. I was, I was about to say. I was, I was like wondering what, what you're doing. Like, like
2: Sung J, what? I feel.
1: My brain is just a scrambled egg today. I don't we, know what's going on. We have literally
2: on. never started with the highest. Not ever. one
1: time ever. Okay, so scrap that. Sung is no longer my highest. My, <laughs> cheapest, my cheapest option is 6,300. Oh, Canada. Adam Svensson. Been playing some pretty good golf. Taylor, you won him a couple of weeks ago at Bermuda. And that's mega value at 6,300. So I will go with Adam Svensson. I'm taking Sung Jay all the way out of my lineup since... Uh, He's the third most expensive. I'm taking him out of my and he lineup. With him. I'm all taking right. him out of my lineup. He's no longer in my lineup because I started on the wrong
0: end. So I'll go Kevin Twy. Kevin Twy, very nice. 60, Made the cut last week. Sixty one hundred, super cheap.
2: I am going a little bit higher than both of y'all with my next two. I am going seventy one hundred. I don't think there's any chance that he's going to miss the cut. Finished twenty fourth and seventeenth last two events. Give me Taylor Moore seventy th- one hundred. I think it's great value. Then I'm going all the way up to seventy seven hundred. Give me the man himself, Harold Varner III. Um, before, he did not play very well at Mayakoba last week, but before that, finished 32nd at the CJ Cup, finished 11th and 16th as events before that, and guys finished 15th here last year and lost .6 strokes on the green. So if he can just figure out how to get that putter rolling, I think he has a really good week.
1: Uh, Harold Varner III, father to a new baby boy. Yes, he Just is. several weeks back. And
2: we know how well kids can have an impact on the golf game. Do you know yep. what
1: Harold Varner III named his son? Harold Varner IV. Harold
2: Varner IV! Fourth! Welcome
0: to the show, Harold Varner the Fourth. <laughs> Harold Varner IV. Uh, all right. I will go with uh, 7,000 Lee Westwood. Lee Westwood. All right. West dipping, into 7, your, dipping
1: into your Euros there. Uh, I'm going to go 6,400. Guy that was good to me a couple of weeks ago, Brandon Hagee. Long bomber. Always has a chance uh, if he's got the putter rolling. And then I'm jumping from 6,400 up to 7,700 for my next cheapest option. That is Mito Pereira. Mito Pereira still you love
0: you. you, hey, love you some Mito.
1: new on the tour. He was great on the Corn ferry. He's going to be really good on the PGA Tour. And right now, early on in his PGA Tour career, you'll be able to get value. At, uh, you will be able to get value with him at seventy seven hundred. A year from now, he's going to be rolling nine grand. So I'll take him cheap while I can get him.
0: I'll go seventy one hundred. A guy who hasn't played good at all so far this year. He played bad at the CJ Cup and at the Worldwide Technology. But he, had you, great, you got me convinced so far. He had a great year last year and i think that he's due for a good one i think it's brian Harmon at 7100 ah. you can get some value speaking of
1: play hey, you got kevin toy and scott toy
0: yeah. now in your line exactly. doing some work mama toy
1: on taylor's <laughs> third place osu draft team
2: yep I, I, like i said I, I will gladly that is the one thing that i would not want to win i'd rather finish dfl than first in if you would have won i would have deleted the tweet <laughs> I would have deleted the tweet and I tell you what I got a hell of a roster I I, I wouldn't change one thing
0: Your roster is pretty good Alright so People I will, just are They're You know
2: They pick the all Football team
0: Well and they, it, I put yeah. TG
2: on there
1: It could be Taylor Gooch Or The Garth The Garth Brooks
0: The Garth Yeah, Universal name I like Universal. that Universal Well and you You know I feel like you've OSU fans are kind of irrational about Boone Pickens.
2: You OSU fans. Boone
0: Pickens paid for everything. Nothing I exists without Boone Pickens. I get it. I get it. He paid for everything. I get it. And he's a nice but, guy. But he... He's a nice guy. I mean, is he really the biggest legend in OSU history?
1: The biggest? I mean, other no. than Barry
0: Sanders? No, but he's up there. He's up there. I feel like that's why you won, was the Boone Pickens pick. That's definitely part of it.
1: Definitely part of it. I think, Didn't I think Kobe
0: win in a landslide?
1: 68%. Sam had 21. You had 11. It was like 230 that, votes. That's higher like than that. I thought. Uh, that's it. not bad. Double digits, Double baby. Digit. Double digits, bad. baby. Not Although, bad. I'm really disappointed in both of you for stealing just enough votes where my final tally was 68%.
2: I'll give you one of my percents.
1: Thank you, Taylor. So, that's not the biggest win of
2: the year so far. No, it's not. Because I'm still in double digits, and you're up to 69. Perfect. It works out for everyone. All right, All right win, 8,100. 8, Here we go.
1: Let's keep rolling. Let's give go. me
2: the man, Lanto Griffin. He finished ah. seventh in Zozo. Finished sixth at the Shriners, last two events. So, that's pretty good. Did not win on this course, but won in Houston in uh, 2020. So, he plays good this time of year in that city, which I think plays a big part. So, give me Lanto Griffin, 8,100. Next pick, guys. I can't tell you the last time I picked him. It's been so long. 8,600,
1: c Bezel. c Bezel. Wow. It has been a long time. What, seven days?
2: I think so.
0: I think it's been seven days since you Did threw a in lineup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Good pick. All right. 12 or 12 cuts. I'm going 8,500 Maverick McNeely. I like Maverick. Uh, you know, Strong
1: Sunday at Myakoba last week. Right? 64, right. I think.
0: 64, gained 5.3 shots on the field in that round. Uh, yeah, Maverick McNeely at 8,500. Been playing well recent form. I think that that's some value. Yeah, let's see. Uh, coming off a good round on Sunday, my next
1: most expensive, I'm going to go Max Homa, 8,000. Already a win this season. We know he knows how to win uh, three in the last couple of years on the PGA Tour. So I'll go Max Homa at 8,000. And then a big jump up to a guy who's starting to display some consistency and some consistently really good golf. How about Matthew Wolf? Matthew Wolf's talked yep. about he, he feels happier, better perspective. He's enjoying playing golf. It shows he's playing really good golf. He's been consistent. I'll take Wolf at 10,400 as my
0: second cheapest option. Well then I am going all the way up. I'm skipping the nine thousands. I'm going to ten thousand two hundred. A guy that just never plays bad. Cam the man Smith.
1: Oh, that's your guy. Is he on your season long team, by the way? No, no because I, I took, Taylor took him like oh, four Taylor spots Taylor before he him. should have taken
0: him.
2: No, probably like three rounds before.
1: But you took I, I, you took Cam before Scotty Scheffler went, before Finau went, Berger, Sung those guys were all on the board when He did it took to camp. steal him from me. 100%. That's, that's exactly
2: what I did. 100%. And it was well worth it, let me tell you. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go next. 9,200. Picked him last week. Been on a roll. Uh, last few events, 15th, 5th, 8th, 26th, 17th, 21st. Just the definition of consistency. And finished 11th here last year. I love Aaron Wise this week. I love oh, him. I think he's damn. a great top 10 bet. I think that's a wise pick. It, <laughs> I like that. And then, my most expensive, 9,300. Kiss of death, but I'm going to do it. Finished fourth year last year. Great week last week. Besides the last hole on Sunday, give me TG yep. ninety
1: three hundred. That's a uh, very middle loaded lineup. It Seventy one
2: hundred cheapest. Ninety three hundred most expensive. Well, I'll be honest with you. So I'm scrolling through here, right, and I look at the people that are favored in. Like Sam Burns is the favorite, but is he worth eleven thousand eleven or one hundred? I mean, I guess I'll find out here in a second from y'all. But I don't think he is. Sung Jae, the second most expensive. Well, or a third most expensive. I'm sorry. I, I had have, I
1: had Sungjae, but I had to take him I out because I, I screwed up the announcement <laughs> a lot. I
2: mean, <laughs> of, of the people who are in the ten thousands, the only people I like really are Scheffler and Wolf. Yeah, I'm not, I mean g- maybe maybe Cam, but I don't like Hatton. Uh, Feinow's a little hit or miss. I'm not Ryan Burns or I'm mean, M could play good, but I don't think he's going to win.
0: Okay, well I I agree. I I'm not going Sam Burns. I am going uh, ten thousand nine hundred. My winner of the tournament. A guy that's just been playing great golf recently, played solid in the Ryder Cup, played well at the Worldwide. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, winner of the tournament, playing in Texas. Sam, I'm on the train. I'm on the Scheffler train. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Last time we did it.
1: Uh, Last time we did it, me and Colby got a winner. Scotty Scheffler. Should should
0: I
2: bet Scheffler just to throw y'all off? (laughs) So here's what I was
1: going to do. No, you should not do that.
2: Uh, here's what I was going
1: to do. I was going to put Sung Jae in my DraftKings lineup and then pick Scheffler to win. But then, whenever I screwed up the announcement, I'm like, you know what? I've got enough money left over for Scheffler. I just threw Scheffler in for Sung Jae. Might as well. So, Scheffler, my
2: winner of the tournament. It's Sam, time, right? It's time. Sam, you were on him last week. Missed cut. Easiest pizza ever won. Is Brooks going to come <laughs> back this week?
0: Yeah, I think he should. I mean, there's no He's... beaches in
1: Houston. So. Yeah.
2: Sub-10,000 value. Finished second here last year. That's or I'm sorry. A... Or, or fifth. I'm sorry. That's no, not second.
1: bad. I think Brooks will be better this week. He'll make the cut. Yeah. He'll make the cut. Sam did pay off the pizza bet, by the way. I did pay it that off. That was we, good pizza. We beat. went and had lunch after Monday's show. Grubbed down on some hideaway. Shot out hideaway.
0: I should have made you guys a TG bet last week.
1: You should have. probably would have cleaned house. Uh I wouldn't although
0: take that. although you would have had to made
1: like a top ten TG bet to get the value, and that would have been a bad beat. <laughs> TG top ten would have been a bad beat. That would have been bad. Yeah. Double on eight, double on seventy second hole to finish T eleven. Yeah, that was still a great week. It was. It was a great week, Uh, and he he should be poised for another one. He's playing good golf this fall. Uh, Hopefully, he plays well. Hopefully, Wolf plays well. Scotty Scheffler winner of the tournament, according to myself and Sam. Good stuff. Uh, Parting thoughts before we get out of here. Anybody? DP World Tour. Get after it.
2: I think we know who the PJ Tours contacting (laughs) for sponsorship.
1: Back next week, 73rd hole, the official (laughs) podcast of Golf Oklahoma.